Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched the straight from Wattpad adaptation <laughs> Starstruck. Literally, I would not be surprised if somebody wrote this before it became if, a movie. Like, if a 12-year-old wrote this before if, it became yeah, a like movie. Yeah, like someone like went to their mom and was like, hey, look what I wrote. And they worked for Disney and were like, we're going to turn this into a movie. I, okay, so this was made in 2010. I bet it was probably about, like, a Jonas brother or something. I was going to say Justin was... Bieber. Yeah, I was trying to think of who it might have been about. <laughs> I, I guess... mean, Sterling Knight would be a, a, make sense as a Justin Bieber. Mm. He had the swoopy hair. That's really all that mattered back then. I, get, I have some, some problems with the casting. <laughs> yeah. This came out February 14th, 2010. Oh, wow. Which is horrible. <laughs> Valentine's Day? Oh, my God. So... Um, this was when we were in seventh grade, and I don't understand. I guess I stopped watching Disney Channel earlier than I thought I did. I think I only watched, like, the shows that I cared about at this yeah, point. Yeah, me too. Because I did not watch this when it I came out. I didn't watch it. I feel, I feel like I've seen, like, bits and pieces. Maybe it's just, like, on TV. But I do remember being at a basketball game, and someone's, like, little sister, their mom was like, oh, yeah, she's at a friend's house, and they're all watching Starstruck. Yeah. And I had no interest. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that's weird about this, too, is, like we said, it's, like, fan fiction. So this is not for, like, your general, like, 8- to 10-year-old fan girls. I mean, I guess it is. I guess that's who enjoyed it. But to me, I would think it'd be more for, like, 12 to 14, but it was not, not yeah, for Yeah, we me. were 12 to 14 at yeah. this point, and we were not interested. No, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, instead I was watching MTV, watching Teen Mom, and I was trying to make myself like Jersey Shore. I never liked Jersey Shore, I'm sorry. Snooki is great, though. Funny. Yeah, lady. I was, I wouldn't have been allowed to watch Jersey Shore if I, <laughs> if I tried. My sister tried, but every time she turned it on, my parents were like, turn that off! Because my brother was like, I don't know, six years old or something. But I also did know that I was watching ABC Family instead, because that was like the alternative. I was watching mm -hmm. a little bit of TLC probably here and there, but Make It or Break It was the like, big Yeah, thing. I feel like at this point I was mostly watching TLC. <laughs> yeah, I was watching ABC like, Family. Like, this was like John and K plus 8's prime years. <laughs> oh, I feel like it was earlier for John and K plus 8. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so, a little bit. But yeah, I was watching both of those, and then Pretty Little Liars came out in the summer of 2010, so then after that, that's all. ABC Family. That was it. I never really watched Pretty Little Liars, like, whenever it first aired. I oh, started I watching it in high school for, like, a couple seasons, like, in the middle of the show. <laughs> I stopped watching it in high school because I was like, what the fuck is going on? I also yeah. read the first eight books because there were only <laughs> supposed to be eight. And then she kept writing more and nothing made sense. And the book, the show never went off the books anyway, so. I read the first book and I hated it, but I wanted to know what happened. So I asked my friend who had all the books. I was like, can you just tell me what happens in the books? They're not accurate to what happens in the show. <laughs> anyway, starstruck. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> the stars Sterling Knight who you most likely know from Sunny with a Chance slash So Random as Chad Dylan Cooper. Or Mackenzie Falls. Mackenzie Falls. It was listed on his IMDb. Yeah. Did they, like, do a spinoff? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Um, star of Sunny with a Chance fan fiction written by our friend Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the only fan fiction I've ever, like, voluntarily read. <laughs> oh my god, did Sarah write Starstruck? Maybe. Maybe this was actually, it. maybe the main character is actually Sunny, and, like, we don't even, this is before. No, Sarah is the no, main Sarah character. No, Sarah yeah. is the main character. She put her Your name. Your name. <laughs> Y-N. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, besides Sonny with a Chance, he was in uh, the hit movie 17 Again, starring Zac Efron. He played his son. Um, he was in the show Eve, starring the rapper Eve from 2003 to 2006. Um, he appeared in Hannah Montana. He played Lily's cheating boyfriend. Um, and he was also in Melissa and Joey. I believe he dated the daughter. And that's all I got for Sterling Knight. I tried to, like, do more research on it, but I saw a TikTok, like, a couple months ago of some girl who was like, here's some creepy messages Sterling Knight has oh, sent I've me. seen that. Yeah, so, I don't know about that. I tried to, like, do more research, but I couldn't find any, like, news articles about it, yeah, so. I don't know. Well, especially, mm, with that, like, Ben Affleck thing, I, like, obviously, like, yes, it's creepy, don't send weird messages to teen girls, but also, like, there's a level of privacy there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe celebrities just shouldn't respond. <laughs> yeah. Um, with this movie also stars Danielle Campbell. Uh, you may know her from the originals, which I think is part of the Vampire Diaries series. She was also in a show called Tell Me a Story, which was on CW. Yeah. I looked it up because I was like, what was that? It's just off-brand American Horror Story, but worse because it's the yeah. CW. Yeah, it said it was like, it was like a modern take on the grim fairy tales. <laughs> but it, it's uh, whatever the American Horror Story though. is called. Yeah. Like an anth- what anthology. I, anthology, yeah. Um, she was also in The Runaways, which I think is a Marvel series on Hulu. If you yeah. Watch that. Um, we also have Brandon Michael Smith, who was also in Sunny with a Chance slash, slash So Random. I forget what character, the name of the character he played. Yeah, I did not watch a lot of Sunny with a Chance. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> um, he was in Unfabulous. He played Zach's friend on the basketball team. Um, he was in Phil of the Future. He played Lil Danny Dawkins. Um, we'll see him later in Let It Shine. Um, I saw him recently in the Four Weddings and a Funeral series. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, he was in the James Brown movie that starred Chadwick Boseman, and he played Little Richard. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. The James Brown movie starring Chadwick Boseman? No. You don't know James Brown or Chadwick Boseman? I know Chadwick Boseman, I don't know James Brown. James Brown the singer? No. Get up off of that man. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna sing James Brown. No. <laughs> you don't know Little Richard? I know Little Richard, but... No, I don't know who James Brown is. I can't think of... Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna look up one James Brown song because I don't know the names of them. This James is why I'm on the podcast Brown. to be the voice of reason and say I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Um, uh, get up, yeah, get up off of that thing. <laughs> that sounds like something Oscar uh, Oscar's brother would sing from the Proud Family. What's his brother's name? He was like a soul... Uh, oh, I feel good. Oh, I just hear that in commercials. <laughs> what is James Brown? Oh, yeah, I feel good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I know off the top of my head. Cool. So if you don't know James Brown, you do now. And Brandon Michael Smith played Little Richard, who I only know because he played Denise's uncle in Full House. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, but Nicole Richie. <laughs> That's no, Lionel that's Richie. Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> then no, I don't know who Little Richard is. <laughs> um, moving on, <laughs> we have Chelsea Kane, who we saw, who we saw in Minutemen. Um, Matt Winston, who plays the movie agent. He's one of those guys who's been in like one episode of literally everything. You've probably seen him in something. Um, he was in the classic Mary Kate and Ashley movie Passport to Paris. Uh, he was in Seventh Heaven. 
Oh, I didn't look <laughs> that far into it. I don't know who he was. Um, I'm so he was sorry. in the Zodiac movie. Uh, probably his his best role, I assume, is the pageant MC in Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> um, he also played the pageant MC in that one episode of the Sweet Zack and Cody. Whenever Cody dresses up oh. as a girl, <laughs> do you think he's an MC in real life? <laughs> Maybe. Um, he was in Hannah Montana. He was in Kicking and Screaming. He played one of the soccer parents. Um, and then a bunch of like other like one episode of all these shows: uh, Married with Children, Nine Hundred Two One Zero, the original. Bernie Mac show, that '70s show, Yes, Dear, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, NYPD Blue, CSI Monk, Friends, Friends. He played. Um, if you've seen Friends as many times as I have, whenever Mike and Phoebe are about to donate all their wedding money to charity, um, but they keep taking it back because Phoebe keeps changing her mind on whether she wants a wedding or not. He plays the charity guy. Um, Bones, NCIS, Charmed, Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds, Chuck the Mentalist, Scrubs. He was in a few episodes of She Wrote Girls and Desperate Housewives. Um, then we have Tony Trucks, who played Libby Lamb. She was in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh. No? Okay. Nope. <laughs> Don't remember. She's um, probably a vampire. Beth Littleford, who played the mom. <laughs> she played the mom in The Dog with a Blog. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a single episode of Dog I with a Blog. I haven't either. <laughs> um, and then Alice Herson, she was also in Seventh Heaven. She played Grandma oh. in this movie. Um, she was in Judging Amy. One Life to Live, and she played Ellen's mom in Ellen's sitcom. Oh. Oh, and then lastly we have Hugh Dane, who played Hank, the security guard in the office. Fun. <laughs> and that's all we have. Shall we begin? Yeah. All right, so we open on a Christopher Wilde concert at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. He's performing the song Starstruck. I'm just not realizing I did not rank these songs in the movie. I did not. They, this isn't a musical. No, they all <laughs> sound the same. Yeah. He's performing Starstruck, and like... This song, I've definitely seen commercials for this movie, because I know this song very well. Yeah, I've heard a lot of the songs from this movie. Also, whenever this song would play in my head, for some reason to me, so it's like, starstruck, camera flashes, cover of a magazine, I would equate it in my mind to, she's country, from her cowboy boots to her downroots <laughs> by Jason Aldean. For reason in my mind my brain like matched these two songs together <laughs> it's not that different yeah um, so he's performing and then we see at home sarah and her sister jessica are watching the concert on tv but jessica like gets in front of the tv to block sarah to annoy her jessica is sarah's little sister um sarah yeah. looks like she's 30 years old yeah sarah she's gets to be like 17 sarah gets pissed off and then mom and dad come in and tell them to start packing for vacation they leave tomorrow they're going to la to visit grandma to visit grandma who just casually lives in the middle of hollywood yeah and sarah wonders if christopher will pick her up from the airport i said relatable queen because like whenever <laughs> i go anywhere i'm like <laughs> Wow, everyone's going to fall in love with me. Whenever I went to New York, I was like, I'm going to see all these people on the street. I'm going to see Abby and Alana just bump into them. <laughs> I know, like, this movie makes, like, Sarah, she's, like, this crazy, obsessive Christopher Wilde fan. But, like, deep down, we're all Sarah. Yeah. Like, they make it seem like a bad thing for her to be just, like, so in love with a celebrity. But, like, first of all, she's a teenage girl. Like, she's supposed yeah. to be in love with, like, a male pop teen sensation. For me, it was Darren Chris. <laughs> well, not supposed to be, but it's not unusual. Yeah, yes, it's not uncommon. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, she, and, yeah, her sister's like, why would he pick you up from the airport? And she's like, because I'm the president of his fan club. Jessica is just so extremely annoyed at, um, Sarah's obsessiveness over Christopher Wilde. Not only that she's just, like, crazy obsessive, but she also just, like, does not get the appeal. Yeah, okay, and so Sarah, we're get, I'm assuming, is, like, a senior, and Jessica, I'm assuming, is, like, a freshman or sophomore. She was 15, she's 15 in real life when she made this movie. Yeah, she's, like, a freshman or sophomore, and so she's, like, in that angsty age where she's, like... <laughs> Think she's too cool for yes. everything going on. This entire literally movie. me. I talked about this in Princess Protection Program. Where yeah, I just I couldn't like popular things. Yeah, I did not have a Justin Bieber phase. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jessica wants to stay home, uh, but her parents are like, "No, we're gonna go visit Grandma. Right. Like, get over yourself." Um, so we briefly cut to Christopher and his friend Stubby arrive at the Under Twenty One Club in Hollywood. Um, they're greeted by Christopher's girlfriend, Alexis, and off the bat, we see that Alexis is, like, this airhead celebrity. She only cares about her image and getting her photos yeah. taken. Whenever and... they meet, she's like, where's the paparazzi? So, like, she wants the paparazzi there. She called them on herself. Yeah, but the paparazzi are, like, Christopher does not like the paparazzi, and they get pictures of him, like, trying to, like, shove the cameras out of his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so we briefly see at school, Jessica is buying tickets for the school dance from Sarah, who I guess is on the dance committee, not because she wants to go to the dance, but because she needs to cover it for the school paper. Um, while she's standing there, Sarah, um, and her friend pull out her, their, like, Christopher Wilde scrapbook that, and they've got, like, his entire schedule down to a T. So Sarah is determined to meet Christopher whenever and they're in LA. she needs to meet him because they have a page dedicated to him in their yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, again, I wouldn't put it past. Like, yeah. I feel like, like, again, they're trying to make Sarah, like, crazy and, like, weird and, like, comedic relief, but, like, she's very relatable. Yeah. Um, just, Jess- that's when Jessica asks why they're so obsessed, and they just get annoyed at her and don't answer again, the question. Again, same! <laughs> they're like, you don't understand. And so, Sarah's- Me, like, anytime someone's like, Harry Styles in a dress like no you don't get it (laughs) yeah and so Sarah's talking about like she knows where Christopher is every day and she plans every day every time she plans to use this to her advantage to meet him so then we cut to LA uh mom and dad are arguing Oh, Christopher's parents. Yes, mom got and dad. it. Got it. <laughs> mom and dad are, slash manager. It's like Chris Jenner style. Yeah, they're arguing because Christopher is late, and then Christopher gets there, and the doorbell rings. They're, they live in like this mansion that's full of pictures of Christopher well, and his. It's awards. his mansion. Yeah. His parents live in his awards and accolades. Yeah, do celebrities really do that? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but as mom goes to answer the door, his dad says, this is it. Your chance at what we've always wanted. We've always wanted. So, um, yeah. So Alan, the movie agent arrives and he's offering Christopher a part in this movie. However, the producers of the movie aren't completely on board. They don't like his image at the tabloids and they show like this picture of Christopher, you know, like trying to shove the cameras out of his face. So he's like a bad boy. They call him a spoiled punk because of the paparazzi shots. Yeah, so he's like, stay out of the press until Monday and the part is yours. Yeah. Um, So the Olsen family um, arrives in LAX. They're getting a rental car and then they arrive at Grandma's house. Um, Later at night, uh, Sarah (laughs) hears uh, Christopher will be singing at Alexis's birthday party at the Under 21 Club and she must go. Um, Sarah says that mom and dad will only let her go probably if Jessica comes with. So Jessica is annoyed with Sarah's obsession and initially says no. So Sarah agrees that she will shut up about Christopher 
for, like, the rest of the trip if Jessica agrees to go with her. If she meets him, too, because she does not (laughs) shut up about him. Yeah, so apparently the parents agree. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they get to take Grandma's car, which is, like, apparently an old shitty car, but doesn't look like an old shitty car. It's, like, hot pink. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's a car. (laughs) Yeah. They arrive at the club. Um, Sarah gets out and leaves Jessica in the car um, whenever they see Christopher and Stubby arrive. Um, Sarah gets in by, like, pretending to know Stubby. She just, like, kind of walks right in. And Christopher enters secretly through the back door to avoid paparazzi. Yeah, because he agreed to sing at her birthday party. That's why he's even sneaking there. Because he and Stubby had a conversation in the car where Stubby's like, should you even be here? We should be at your parents' party. Like, you're not supposed to go anywhere. But Christopher had to be there. Alexis. Yeah. Um, so Christopher starts performing this song on stage about sunglasses. (laughs) As Sarah's, like, watching from the back of the crowd, she can't, like, push her way through. Which you shouldn't do anyway. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah. I mean, this is a club. I've never been to a club, but... (laughs) At a concert, no. At a concert, some, these two guys once, like, we got there so early, and these two, like, tall guys start, like, pushing their way through the crowd, because that's where their friends were, and they end up, like, like, my nose is on their back, and I'm so annoyed, and then this, this angel in a beanie leans over (laughs) my shoulder, and she's like, you know, I'd be kind of pissed if I were you, and I'm like, you know what? I am pissed, (laughs) and I almost, like, started a fight in the pit of the 21 Pilots concert. (laughs) Well, this has happened multiple times, too. It also happened at Walk the Moon show. There were, like, these... They were, like, younger than us college girls, like, freshmen, probably. Really annoying. Yeah, they were trying to get to their friends, and we just did not let them through. Yeah, well, like, also the people that who were, like, biased, like, kept, like, tapping on their shoulder, like, excuse me, and they just, like, flat out ignored them. Yeah. Well, it's concert etiquette. You right. get there early if you want to be towards the front. Don't put your way to the front. The only time you let people through is if they've been there and they had to, like, go to the bathroom or something. Right. Um, yeah, so this is where in the movie where I started to have a problem with the casting because Christopher's performing on stage and he's supposed to be like this, like Justin Bieber type, like teen pop sensation out of this world. And I don't doubt that Sterling Knight is very talented, but I just don't think that he has the stage presence that he puts on in this movie to convince me that he is on that level of stardom. I don't know. Back in the day, I thought he was really cute, so. I, yeah, he's not like bad looking, but like seeing him on stage. He's just, like, kind of, like, walking around awkwardly in, like, this weird, like, oversized tuxedo jacket. He had enough star power for Sarah to write a fan fiction about him. So. Well, that's when it was Chad Dylan Cooper. Chad (laughs) Dylan Cooper and Christopher Wilde are two very different people. Well, he has to be, like, nice as Christopher Wilde. It's part of his thing. Justin Bieber was nice before he turned into a douche. Uh, was he? I don't know. Or was that the image of a 13-year-old boy? He was only 13! What what was he doing? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um... He finishes his song. Stubby Stubby goes on stage and raps. He's apparently part of the song. Yeah. Um, Jessica gets impatient and just, like, gets out of the car. Well, it's almost midnight. I'm assuming that their parents want them home by midnight when they're in a random city borrowing their grandma's car. These girls never get in trouble for just, like, going out and about around L.A. Yeah. A very dangerous city, might I add. Yeah. So, Jessica goes into a random fucking alley alone, a 14-year-old, in L.A., by herself, at midnight. 
Yeah, and, and leaves her car there, probably in a no-parking zone. Yeah, it is in a no-parking zone. Um, so she goes to the alley, and then that's whenever Christopher is, like, trying to sneak out the back the way he came in, and he hits her with the door. Um, so she's on the ground, and she's, like, looking up at him. He doesn't really, like, apologize. He's just like, how do I fix the situation quickly? I need He's to get just out like, of don't here. don't scream my name, please. Don't. I'm sorry. We need to get you to a doctor. Yeah, so Stubby <laughs> pulls up in his car to pick up Christopher, and they help uh, Jessica into the car. Jessica throws up on Stubby's shoes. Yeah, at first I was like, why do, is he immediately taking her to a doctor? But then she, like, throws up, and I'm like, oh, she probably, like, has a concussion. Yeah. Also, like, especially if you're a celebrity and you, like, hit someone with the door, you don't want her to be like, he hit me with the door and then ran away! Vehicular manslaughter! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Christopher takes Jessica to the hospital, and his brother-in-law, for some reason, is the doctor, I guess, to keep everything under wraps. The uh, doctor He can't... also told Stubby to go grab Sarah because that's where Jessica was going. Yeah, and to take Sarah home. Yeah, so they're in the hospital. She gets checked out. She's fine. No concussion. It's all good. Uh, that's when Christopher gets a call from his mom, and she says that the movie agent is at the party, and he needs to be home, and he has to get there now. And he needs to go woo his daughters, basically. The movie agent's daughters. Yeah, so the doctor brother-in-law tells Christopher that paparazzi is outside, so instead of taking off in his fancy... Car. What's... What are we, I Sports car? Lamborghini, that's what we're, I don't even think that's what it is. Anyway, no, it's not. Um, they trade cars, and uh, Christopher takes the doctor's car home. Well, that's another thing he keeps doing. Like, he keeps promising people, like, money, and, like, when he trades cars, like, he's giving him that car. That's why he agrees to it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought they yeah. were just trading cars. Yeah. Um, so, in the car, Jessica is angry because she obviously just wants to go home. And she doesn't want to get in trouble. She doesn't want to get in trouble. She's annoyed that this pop star with this image that he's presented as, like, kind of this, like, stuck-up kid is, well, like... and her sister's obsessed with him, so she can't like him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, they're in the car. She's annoyed. She wants to go home. And Christopher's like, I'll take you home, but we have to go to this party first. So whenever they get to his house, he starts hiding Jessica. And she's like, oh, I'm not good enough to be at this party? And he's like, you don't understand. The paparazzi. They literally, she enters alone. the house and no one takes a second look. Yeah, but he goes and shoves her in a guest room and is like, stay here. And leaves. Yeah, so Christopher goes downstairs to meet Alan and his daughters, and they ask him to sing a song, so he grabs his guitar and starts performing this, like, acoustic song in the middle of the party. About being your hero. Um, Jessica, like, walks out onto the guest room balcony and watches the performance for a little bit. And we can see, like, oh, wow, this lyrics are different than his other music. I guess. I did not get that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jessica after... decides to just leave the room by herself. Yeah, Christopher finds Jessica in the garage full of his vintage cars, and Jessica demands to be taken home, and so they leave. And this... they bicker again. They keep doing this. It's supposed to be, like, cute or build up tension, I guess, but it's just I, it's annoying. annoying. This movie's only 80 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, as soon as they drive off, this black van follows them. Um, in the car, Jessica reveals that she's not a fan of him. She's like, your music's not bad, I just don't like you. Well, okay, he turns on the radio, his own song, yeah. and starts singing along, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I thought you would like it. And she's like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, and, he's, and then, whenever she's, she's explains, she's like, I'm not a fan of you. Like, my, I know enough about you from my sister. And he's insulted. Like, why don't you like me? Yeah. Um, so they arrive back at Grandma's house. Uh, Christopher apologizes, but Jessica's still angry angry um she leaves and christopher notices the van that's been following him so inside like everyone's asleep i guess no one was wondering where jessica was apparently at all hours of the night in los angeles yeah um christopher knocks on the window and asks uh for a favor 
So they push his car into Grandma's garage. Which is, like, detached from the house. Yeah. And she gets him a sleeping bag for him and offers him some old clothes so he can stay the night and then leave tomorrow in disguise. And again, he offers her money. He's like, I'll pay you $5,000 for letting me do this and, like, all this stuff. And it just, like, rubs Jessica the wrong way again and again, which, like, kind of, I see that, but also I'd take the money. Yeah, he keeps (laughs) complaining about how bad the paparazzi are and she just, like, doesn't believe it. Um, he takes this old hat for his disguise, like a bucket hat. And she's it's like, just a fishing hat. Yeah, yeah. she's like, oh, that's my grandpa's fishing hat. Well, and at first she's like, oh, here, you can have a bag. And she's like, no, it looks okay on you. Yeah, and then he gives her this, like, smolder. And she's like, don't do that. It's not going to work on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, straight out of a fucking family. <laughs> so we cut to breakfast the next morning. Sarah's like, we need more syrup. So she's going to go to the garage because that's where they keep the Jess- syrup. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah. So Jessica goes to, like, try and stop her. Um, they walk over there and Sarah's like, how was your cab ride home? That's what Stubby told me. I can't believe you just abandoned me there I didn't even get to meet Christopher um they start like fighting and they keep like pressing the button and unpressing the button for the garage to like open it Jessica agrees to help her find Christopher uh without mom and dad knowing to like try to prevent her from opening the garage but eventually dad comes out and just takes the garage remote to go get the syrup but it turns out Christopher and the car are already gone it's all good um on tv inside the celebrity news channel reports that christopher was with a mystery girl last night and jessica starts like freaking out yeah um so like jessica and sarah start fighting and grandma offers the girls to take her car and go spend the day at the beach even though they came here to hang out with grandma why wouldn't the whole family go to the beach i don't know (laughs) yeah um so sarah takes them to malibu beach because christopher surfs here um Jessica spots Christopher just, like, sitting in a lawn chair because she recognized her grandpa's fisherman hat. Yeah, apparently no one at the beach no recognized him. No one recognizes him. him in a fisherman's hat and sunglasses. It's yeah. a great disguise. Yeah, so she goes and sits down by them. They do their stupid little back and forth again. Yeah, he can't go home because the Paps have his house surrounded. Um, and again, Jessica's like, oh, like, your life's so hard. Um, Christopher says he needs to get home in a car that the Paps won't recognize, so they agree to switch cars. Uh, but he has to bring it back because it's Grandma's car. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they're going out back to Grandma's car, Christopher sees a black van full of paps get out. And for some reason, he gets in the car, and then he tells Jessica to get in the car. I don't know why Jessica had to get in the car. I don't know. It, like, there's no reason for her. In case, yeah... Yeah. So they pull away. Um, they put on like a little scarf and stuff. So they just look like an old couple. Yeah, they pull <laughs> away undetective, undetected. And Christopher's like, well, we now we just have to drive around until the paps leave the beach. What do you want to do? So Christopher takes Jessica on like a tour of all the LA sites in yeah. like an hour. They go sightseeing. There's a little montage. They're laughing and, and taking like, pictures. And, and again, company. no one recognizes yeah, no one Christopher Wilde. in just a bucket hat and sunglasses. Just like Hollywood Boulevard, no one recognizes him. <laughs> um, so on the road, as they're driving, Christopher sees the vans in his rearview mirror. Jessica opens this map to take them off-road uh, and like, t- um, like a shortcut like back to the highway, but they end up getting lost and they get mad and they fight and the car gets stuck in mud, like literally in a mud pool so deep that the car sinks completely. It looks like it's supposed to be like quicksand or something. This is yeah. California, not yeah. the rainforest. <laughs> Um, so Jessica, like, starts digging for her backpack as Christopher gets a call from his parents telling him that he needs to come home, but there's no signal. Um, they start, like, fighting again as they walk back toward the beach. Um, Sarah realizes, Sarah is, like, she pulls, back at the beach, she pulls the keys out of her bag and she, like, clicks, like, the little, like, 
horn button to like unlock the car, but she realizes that she has the, the keys to Christopher Wilde's car. Yeah, she his license is just for some reason sitting in the car, and it has his address on it, so she decides to go to his house. Yeah, so she goes to his house, and she just like walks in, and Stubby's there, and then that's it. There's no resolution. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jessica and Christopher are still arguing, because of course, um... Yeah, Christopher's like, why don't you like me? And she's like, you don't realize that you get special treatment because you're a celebrity. And then he, like, pulls her into a lake and they have fun. And then Christopher's like, everyone in my life wants something from me. Yeah. And he's like, if I get the movie, I have to take it because I don't want to disappoint anyone. I don't have any choices. I never say no to anything. And Jessica's like, oh, you have it harder than I realize. And he says, oh, I can be myself with you. And they flirt. I don't know. I did not take in detailed notes. Yeah. Half this movie is just, like, stupid conversation between them. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's very why name, like we said. Very fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, they finally make it back to the beach. And Christopher's basically like, you're not like most girls. Yeah, literally says, <laughs> you're different than other girls. Because you're honest. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, like, the only thing he ever says about her. Like, you're honest. Like, a.k.a. you're kind of mean. <laughs> well, yeah. And then Jessica, uh, Jessica's like, don't give me those eyes again. They do that. They walk off holding hands for some reason. Yeah, they're about he to- He still has a girlfriend. Yeah, they're about to kiss, but then these, like, surfers walk by, and Christopher, like- quickly, like, backs off and puts on his disguise of the fisherman's hat. Yeah, yeah. And, he, he's, and then there's just, like, we're over because I'm Christopher Wilde and you're ordinary. <laughs> and their conversation, relationship was 15 minutes, apparently. This whole conversation doesn't Well, yeah, sense. and he's like... And Jessica's like, oh, so I'm not, like, good enough for you? And he's like, no, you're gonna get hounded by paparazzi and I don't want it to corrupt you. Yeah, and then he's like, also, I'm gonna need to take that camera of your pictures, because yeah, I can't trust you like, with those. He's, like, trying to be... <laughs> she's, like, obviously offended and, like, starts to leave, and she's like, no, like, I like you because you're normal, and um, also, if we get photographed together, then I won't, like, get the movie. <laughs> and he's like, oh, by the way, I need those pictures that you took of us just in case. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, he just tries to explain, like, the paparazzi will ruin everything for you, but Jessica's like, you fucking dick. <laughs> Yeah. I thought we were having a good time. <laughs> it's literally, it, like, it makes no sense. It's up and down all yeah. fucking over the place. Like, one second, Jessica's like, you're amazing. And then the next second, Christopher's like, you suck. And then Jessica's like, well, you suck too. And then Christopher's like, no, you're amazing. And she's like, I thought I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear to God, this movie was written by a 13-year-old. It, yeah, it does not make sense. So Jessica walks away very pissed and embarrassed that this to has the happened. the phone booth on Malibu Beach <laughs> in 2010. Yeah, so then, so Christopher gets mobbed by fans, and then Who obviously- now start to recognize and him. And the paparazzi, which, uh, he's not supposed to get photographed at all, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so she's crying in the phone booth, and like one paparazzi takes a picture of her, so that, oh, ooh, why are they doing that? Oh. Um, yeah, she asked, she also has to ask Christopher for cab money, because she doesn't have a car, and her sister's gone. <laughs> She probably's not even old enough to drive. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we get, like, this weird montage of Christopher recording the song that he's sang at the party in the studio, and Jessica's Being upset. sad. Um, in the studio. So, apparently, Christopher took those pictures. Got them developed. Him, got them developed. Got them digitally developed and made them into a slideshow. It's his screensaver <laughs> on his computer. <laughs> So after he's, 
he finishes the song. He's talking to Stubby, and he's like, I don't know. Jessica's just kind of different. She's not like other girls. She's so honest. But that, and Alexis, his girlfriend, is there. She hears his conversation. She walks in, and she's like, who's this other girl? Is she more famous than me? And he's but like, then, no. But then she picks up her phone, and she's like, I have a date with Zach. And it's spelled Z-A-C, so you know it's Zach Efron. <laughs> and so she's like. Zach Efron doesn't have an H. I said it's spelled oh, Z-A-C. I thought it had an H. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Christopher's like, are you breaking up with me? And she's like, yeah. And they're both just like, okay. Yeah. That's it. So then we go, we go back to grandma's house. Jessica and Sarah are saying goodbye. They're pulling up the car. Grandma gives Jessica a pep talk about like, things will work out. Grandma knows everything that happened this weekend, including the loss of her car in a giant mud pool. I mean, she had to explain how, what happened to her car. Yes. Yeah, she's but like, like, there's there is no like scene of Jessica being like, oh, what have I done this weekend? I spent the entire weekend with the pop star that Sarah's obsessed with. Well, maybe she didn't get, go into all the details. She's just like, your car got sunk into a mud pit. Sorry, Grandma. I because she also, didn't tell her parents or her sister because they don't know till later. Yeah, this whole time it makes me so angry. Like this this entire time she's hanging out with Christopher and she can't like do her sister a solid. Be like, hey. Don't freak out, but for two seconds you're gonna be Christopher Watt. Like, all under her terms. And she can hold that over Sarah for the rest of her life. Well, she can't, because she can't control when she's with Christopher. Ugh, it made me so angry, just like, this is your sister's life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, for two, like, Sarah was over on the beach whenever they were talking in the lawn chairs, and she couldn't have been like, hey, Sarah. <laughs> I don't think Sarah would have been able to contain herself. I think that may have jeopardized she could have done the whole something. plot. She could have done something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Grandma's just like, I love you. It'll get better. Uh, that's whenever we see paparazzi taking pictures. Um, and then Christopher is in a meeting, and... Uh, they're in a meeting with the movie agents, yeah. and um, Alan, the movie agent, shows Christopher and his parents pictures of him and Jessica from the Paps. And they're like, in order to get this movie deal, um, Alan tells Christopher that he has to go on record saying that Jessica is no one. She's some random fan who was following him around. I don't know why this is threatening to his career. It's fucking not. It's just for this movie deal, which probably wouldn't even be a good movie. Yeah, he literally says either Jessica goes away or the movie does. Yeah. So Christopher does it. He goes on TV and he's like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah, he's like, maybe I signed a picture for her or something. Maybe she's stalking me. I don't know. Yeah, and so whenever the family comes home, their house in Michigan is surrounded. By paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just waiting for them in Michigan. But uh, Jessica, like, <laughs> their family's like, Jessica, you, you want to tell us what happened in LA? And she's just like, no. <laughs> well, she's like, I can't. They go inside, and Sarah's like, oh my god, they're talking about you on TV. And that's, they turn it on, and Christopher's like, I do not know the this woman, basically. She's yeah, like, so I don't know her. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Yeah. So Jessica goes outside and, like, tells off the paparazzi for being, like, the well, scum that all paparazzi Yeah. It's sort of like this being, like, the scum that all paparazzi are. This is three years after Britney. Well, yeah. It's, I said a speech on the implications of sensational sensation. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I said free Britney. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Christopher watches this on TV, what Jessica says, saying, and the paparazzi asks Jessica, like, do you, like, who's the real Christopher? And she's like, the Christopher that you know, the Christopher, I don't know Christopher. I, I don't know who the real him is. Yeah. So she's sort of, like, speaking the truth. Um, Stubby, who's just, like, sitting there, like, 
As to, like, we learned that Stubby, he and Stubby have been friends since, like, fourth grade. Stubby knew him before he was famous. And he, like, yells at him for basically just, like, doing what everyone else wants and not, like, doing what he wants. Because, yeah. like, telling, like, saying, like, he doesn't know Jessica, that was other people, like, taking the movie deal, that was other people. And, like, this seems to be a pattern that Christopher has done for a long time now. Well, and he, like, doesn't care about it, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Christopher shows up to the movie set where he tells Alan that he's not doing the movie anymore. And he's just like, I had to lie and I don't trust you anymore. So fuck you. Bye. Yeah. And then he goes home and he tells his parents that they're out of, that he's out of the movie. And he's like, also, I don't want you to be my managers anymore. I just want you to be my parents, please. Yeah. He's like, I just want to be 17 year old and do music. I like music. (laughs) (laughs) I like eggs. (laughs) And they're like, okay, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Like there goes our 10%. Yeah. <laughs> Can so, you imagine if, like, there was an episode of the Kardashians and Kendall walked in and he's like, you're not my manager anymore. From now on, Julio will be booking all of my modeling. You're just my mom <laughs> you're now. You're <just> <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Uh, at Sarah's, uh, Sarah and Jessica's house, Jessica's trying on dresses for Sarah so Sarah can know which dress Sarah wants to wear. Yeah, she walks out and it's butt ugly, like, electric blue body pond dress yeah and then okay sarah's friend is like your sister's so embarrassing she made up that she knew christopher wilde oh my god and then sarah's like get the fuck out of my house fuck you (laughs) (laughs) so her friend leaves and sarah goes to comfort jessica who's crying again this is a very traumatic thing that happened to a 14 year old right (laughs) and so she's like hey uh come to the dance with me i'm very uncomfortable with you crying seen more about like sarah's reaction to jessica being like oh i hung out with christopher wilde this whole weekend yeah like, I feel like there should have been more of, like, a Sarah freaking the fuck out. Yeah, I guess she's just, like, my sister's sad. I, yeah, well, <laughs> I we would eventually get there, but I wish we would see, like, something. Yeah, um, so she's like, come to the dance with us. Yeah, Fun. so Sarah and Jessica arrive at the dance. I love Jessica's dress, I just want to say. <laughs> um, but even as they arrive, Sarah's like, you don't know me. Also, yeah. I just want to say they both arrive without dates, and I love that. Normalize that. <laughs> yeah, so they go inside. <laughs> and immediately, the lights go out, and Christopher Wilde walks out on stage. He dedicates a song to Jessica. He's like, Jessica, where are you? And the spotlight comes on to Jessica, and then he's and like, then he this one's for you, girl. It's so awkward. Yeah, he even, like, walks off the stage and goes and, like, stands in front of and her just, as like, he sings. sings. In her- has anyone out there been serenaded? Is it as awkward as it looks? Uh, okay, I was thinking about this because I was like, okay, I listen to a lot of, like, emo bullshit dance. They have love songs. I'm sure that, like, the people they wrote those about were in the <laughs> audience. And they were like, hey, girl, this one's for you, Daisy. But at least they're, like, on stage performing for a crowd. They didn't get off the stage and start singing in their face. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, know. Like, I mean, it's the same awkwardness but, as Happy Birthday. Yeah, and the entire crowd is staring at this happening. Oh my god, I I was just like freaking out because I'm like, if this ever happened to me, my face would get so red and I would hate myself for it. Yeah, so he finishes the song and she's like, okay, I don't know what you want like, me to say. Did that you didn't think... make it any better. Yeah, she's like, did you think singing a song would fix everything? And he's like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to show that you mean a lot to me. And yeah, this and that's when... when the paps arrive at this high school dance that they somehow got into. Yeah, the like interviewer is like, does this mean you knew her all along? And Christopher's like, yeah, I like. Yeah, he I takes knew the microphone. Jessica. And, like, he turns straight to the camera and he, like, tells the truth, basically. He's like, I know Jessica. Jessica's honest. She's different. We hung out. And we had a great time. Yeah. So And then he turns and asks for forgiveness from Jessica. And she agrees. 
They're about to kiss, and that's... He tells the paps to leave first. Yeah. yeah. They're about to kiss, but Sarah's like, <laughs> Hello, I need to meet you. And then, uh, whenever... Yeah, Jessica, like, officially introduces them. And then she faints. And then she faints <laughs> into Stubby's arms. I like to think that Sarah and Stubby got yeah, together. Sarah and Stubby forever. It was implied. <laughs> that's that's the relationship I want to see in this movie. I want fan fiction about this fan fiction movie about Sarah and Stubby. Sarah and Stubby would have made a much better movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Because at least Sarah has, like, personality. Okay, and that would have been a much more interesting plot line, too, because, like, she wants to be with Christopher the entire time, but so he's just like, we gotta do all these wacky things. Uh, and they eventually fall. Oh, I can see it now. Exactly! It would have been so much better. <laughs> yeah, also, they both have, like, more personality than either of the two main characters. Yeah. And, like, the two scenes that they were both in. Yeah. So, uh, Christopher takes out a pair of sunglasses, and he's like... Because that's a thing they, like... Um, yeah, sunglasses. Jessica liked her su- his They sunglasses. put matching sunglasses on, and he's like, you want to go on a date? And she's like, okay. And then they just, like, hold hands and stand okay, still wait, on wait, the wait, dance wait. They dance slowly as Stubby's rapping on stage, and <laughs> yes. they're slow dancing to Stubby, Stubby rapping. And starts, like, rapping like a banger, if I say so And myself. they're slow dancing. They're barely even moving. They're, like, holding hands and, like, barely moving their feet side and to Stubby's side. And Stubby's fucking going wild on stage, <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. And that's the end of the movie. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, my last bullet point is just fan fiction into a movie, question mark? No, it was! <laughs> like, don't pretend that that's not your fucking daydream to just, like, go to an exotic place and a celebrity is like, oh. She's different. She's different. You, you, no, you have to be like, I don't like you like everyone else does. <laughs> I literally... <laughs> I had this daydream that I was, like, eight years old, right? Lindsay Lohan would show up at my school. <laughs> Why did she show up at <laughs> school? I don't know. I, I did not think that far. Anyway, Lindsay Lohan would at my school. Everyone would go and crowd her, but I would not. I would play it cool, and I would just stay up to the side shooting hoops, and she would notice me, because I was the only one who wasn't clobbering her, and she would come up and be like, hey, you want to shoot hoops, and we would become best friends. <laughs> you and Lindsay Lohan are going to shoot hoops. Yeah. In my daydream, she was even wearing, like, the uniform of my school. <laughs> I pictured her a lot taller than the rest of my classmates. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like, I think the young children really enjoyed this because they're like, this is a possibility. This could happen. Did if, if you're younger than us, did you like watch this movie as a child and enjoy this? I know that there were people who liked this movie. I am not one of them. <laughs> so, how did you rate and rank this? <laughs> I gave this two out of five. I, I really tossed, went back and forth. I was like, one and a half, two, two That's, and a half. I was doing the same thing. But I had to look at my other rankings and compare it against those. Yeah. Uh, so, I put it at number 71 below Johnny Cotton Ka- Kavahawa back on board and above Twitches 2. Yeah, I also gave it a two out of five, and the same. I was going back back and forth between one and a half and two, but I went with two. I put it at 78. The Poof Point is above it, and The Jenny Project is below it. Next week, we have Not a Decom, one of the like last Not a Decoms that we have. We have 16 Wishes. I have seen this. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie Ryan, hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> so that's it. Lindsay Lohan, if you're out there, my offer for friendship is still open. <laughs> Shooting hoops. You gotta shoot hoops at my <laughs> grade school playground. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>